0: From city boy to willing a golden guitar at the Tamworth Country Music Festival, Colin Buchanan has had a fascinating and God-led journey. Living and studying in Burke with his wife, Colin's natural musical and storytelling talent eventually led him to being one of the most well-known names in Christian music, particularly children's Christian music. Like so many, my kids and now my grandkids are growing up listening to 10, 9, 8, Who's the King of the Jungle? and Ba-ba-do-ba-ba. It was an honor to sit down with Colin over a crackling fire and talk with him about his life, his faith, and how God's fingerprints are most certainly on everything that's good. I'm Carl Faze, and this is my interview with Colin Buchanan. Right, Colin, I want to start your story when you went out to Burke. To uh, a Bible college. What were you doing out there, and why did you go?
1: Yeah, well, we need to explain Burke. Yeah, I think uh, because it's uh, and around a fire seems like a very good place to uh, to talk yeah. about Burke. So, so you've got outback New South Wales, a very unlikely place for a boy who grew up in Peakhurst to uh, find his way out there with his young bride. We, Robin and I, have been married for eighteen months, and um, but we had a couple of friends who'd gone out there, and it's we'd thought about going to Bible college and Cornerstone was not your traditional Bible college yep. in that it was a, a Christian community that had uh, work, mission, study and community as their sort of four tenets. So you worked out there, I worked in a, in the school out there and uh, and in holidays I'd chipped out in the cotton fields, you know, chipping out weeds and flagging for the crop dusters and so forth. So it was, a, it was it, yeah, we were in a community so it was just 20 students there, we were studying only half the day yep. and um, and we'd be involved in doing mission around town with the, the Christian Church, Burke Christian Church there. So um, we really wanted an experience that didn't just fill our heads. We'd had a good mm. good experience of church uh, back in Sydney and, and a solid sort of theological Bible-based experience. But we just wanted that faith with the legs to
0: yeah.
1: take it into life. What
0: imprint did that leave on you, Colin?
1: It's hard, I mean it's, it's hard to imagine life without, uh, without that cornerstone experience. It was a very unlikely, um, you know, change of plan uh, for our lives. Um, I, I could see my teaching stretching out, I, I was a primary teacher, stretching out maybe into the distance before we went there. Mm. And then I probably thought, oh, if you go to Bible college, there'll be some sort of ministry, church based ministry that I'd be involved yep. in and um but i brought my guitar along and i wrote songs about what i saw out there which had a deep impact on me i'd always loved singer-songwriters folk music songs my expression my latest version is songs you can see you know i i love i love that sort of song and um and i found myself seeing so much and putting that into song that uh just for the purposes of journaling just for creative
0: yeah. outlet did you see music as a as a as a career or no ministry no, no 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 no, no, no that, just that was knocking in a few songs
1: that's right and uh, i'd play them on the veranda or play them at a barbecue or you know some of the community and locals said oh we'd love a copy of that and so i sang them at a barbecue with a cassette set up and <laughs> and uh and and, yep. and dubbed them off in the double cassette deck <laughs> you know and so there's <laughs> copies of of me singing in the in the Busters lounge room uh the cassette uh some of these songs and um and then it it, that, it was just at that level and then someone said oh you should enter some songs in Tamworth yep didn't know anything about the country music festival there and um rang the the tourist bureau like who do you ring in Tamworth ring Tamworth and asked them and they put me onto the radio station the radio station said you could enter this talent quest so I sent up some songs and um uh and they uh and one of those won a little award, a little statuette. And uh, I thought, you know that was my introduction to country music. I felt yeah. like a bit, a bit of a fake. I still do, <laughs> really. The Irishman from Peakcus who wins a golden guitar, you know it, it, that, was, that was yet to come. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really just um, uh, yeah, making these little cassettes. A lounge room cassette I handed to a guy who came through the second yep. year that we were with Cornerstone. We we're in the Central West, so wheat and sheep country not out back and but an, another rich experience personally and spiritually but also creatively another yeah. scene with full of new faces and places and stories and um, and that guy wrote back to me and said we'd uh, I reckon you should make a record I'd love to produce it I've played the songs to my publisher and my record yep. company and they thought oh these songs are good yeah you should See see what you can do with this. It wasn't the big cigar or anything. It yep. was it was just pretty low key. But um, I carried that letter around in my back pocket in town, and <laughs> I'd say, have a look what the old mate wrote back to me. John Kane is his name. And so uh, when we got back to Sydney, I um, yeah, the, the music became the thing that I. And I think that this, this is the thing about the Cornerstone experience for us was. Um, the phrase was, let your natural life be spiritual and your spiritual life be natural. That was on the back of the old Austin bus out there. Mm. And that, um, that was really what we wanted from it. So I suppose if you are holding your breath thinking, Colin's going to get into church ministry or he's going to become a youth minister or a kids minister or you know he's going to go on to further study or something and then he, um, he, he gets involved in the music industry, it's like... Oh. Well, that's a bit of a waste, isn't it? Yeah. And it's so that, that, and it, and it wasn't, I, I really, it was really, I've, I've just been grateful for my entire career that a conversation a bit like our conversation now, it was on a veranda with Laurie McIntosh, who started Cornerstone. i talking about whether we'd go or not, the Easter before we did. He said, yeah, you know, it seems to me very dangerous. As we get older, beware the danger. If you say it seems to me, it carries a lot of weight the older you get. Seems to me, Carl, you know, it's, yeah, you know yeah. but Laurie said, and quite honestly and genuinely and very helpfully, it seems to me, uh, Colin, you're a bit like the, the rich young ruler where you could, um, you could seek first the kingdom of God, you could sort of leave some of the things that have been your, your expectations of what life might hold and just let that be the reason that you came and, and see what God has for you. Uh, and Robin in this experience and you know, how did you get into the music industry? Well, that conversation had an awful lot to do with it. Um, so I, I wasn't, I wasn't seeking the things of the world. I was getting involved in the music industry, uh, in the adventure of seeking first the kingdom of God.
0: When did you feel like, gosh, I think I've come in close to making it. Was that winning a golden <laughs> guitar? Was it like, you know, I'll, tell you, I'll
1: tell you when I felt like I came pretty close to not making it.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's start Yeah,
1: cause it, cause it, you know, your, your former neck of the woods, you know, there's, there's, it was around the Southern Shire in Sydney, you know, where I still live, yeah. that this, this was unfolding. I, I'd, there was interest from this publisher. I'd made some demos, they'd taken them to ABC Music. The head of ABC Music said, yes, we'd like to sign you. Um, and they can tend to be a bit tardy on the old uh, uh, <laughs> wet, the, wet the ink, wet the, you know their signature um, on the contract. Um, so uh, th- the studios were booked and all that stuff. Two weeks out um, uh, I get a call from John who was producing and said they've pulled the plug, there, there was a bit of a meltdown in ABC, all projects were off, you know, it stopped. And, um, and I thought this isn't you know we, we just had our first baby and nothing was really coming together and yeah, I just thought yeah. I've got to provide for my family I was doing a bit of casual teaching and so we we met at the uh at the RSL club at Sutherland uh John and I and I said John sorry it's this is it I can't I just think we'll have to say nice try you know I've got to be i got to be a grown-up um that was on the Thursday and on the Friday I was going to tell uh Paul Cochrane, who is a boss of uh, primary at Innerborough. Uh, I was gonna take a job there uh, mm. as year five, the next year, 1991. And, um, and then I rang Laurie, my mate on the veranda, seek first the kingdom of God guy. And Laurie said, I, I told him, look, I gotta look after my family and gotta be responsible growing up and uh, all that, expecting him to say, well, you gave it a go and they're good yeah. on you. But Laurie said, it seems to me, <laughs> there's that
0: phrase again
1: (laughs) this seems to me this hasn't run its course that's Mm. just my instinct and I think you'll spend the rest of your life wondering what would have happened Mm. if it Mm. did run its course Mm. so I think I think you might be pulling the plug a little early on this so I rang Paul and said I won't take the job and I rang John and he said it's back on on. (laughs) it's back on I mean there was no record deal yeah and um and interestingly, and this is where just this lovely uh, collusion of contacts, friends, believers in what you do—not necessarily Christian believers—so um, I signed to the publisher on the basis of having a record deal, and the uh, um, and now they had this writer, this young, unproven writer with no record deal, and uh, the guy who was who I still have contact with, Graham Thompson, uh, was having drinks. With the profe- he's the professional manager with the boss of the publishing company, and he said, "What are you going to do about Bucko, um, uh, Bucko, my nickname?" and uh he said, oh, he said, you should pay for his record. He said, oh, I don't want to pay for a record. I'm a publisher. He said, no, 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 you should pay for the record. Well, they'd had a couple of sherbets and he went, oh, yeah, okay. And then he said, you'll forget this. <laughs> so he, he pulled out a pen and on the back of a coaster and, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and yeah. he's actually emailed me the picture of the coaster. So we, He said, write it down. I will pay for Bucko's record, signed Bob Ed. And, um, and then on Monday morning, he walked in and put it on his desk and he said, you're paying for Colin's record. And, um,
0: a coaster is a contract,
1: and, and he went, oh, yeah. And he probably, we probably don't want to repeat what he said, but you know that again is just, yeah. you know, that's that, that's got the Lord's fingerprints yeah. all over it, yeah. and um, and having a conviction that the Lord opens the doors, and there's there's great stories behind that, and mm. and there's you know knockbacks and sadness and difficulties mm. and mm. hardships as well, but um, but it's a great feeling to know that yeah, you're. Your life, your career is, is in divine hands yep. and that way it's going to be okay. You're safe.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the Ministry of Olive Tree Media. Our vision is to create a library of resources that tell the story of the game-changing message of Jesus. This interview was recorded for our latest documentary, Faith Runs Deep. Our other award-winning series, Jesus the Game Changer and Towards Belief, plus many other small group, church and school series are available on our Watch Plus platform for a small monthly partnership. As you partner with us, you not only get access to compelling video content and interactive discussion guides, but you also support the creation of more resources that help share the gospel message. To become a partner and get access to Faith Runs Deep, visit olivetreemedia.com.au. So you recorded it. It was published. How'd it go? It, um, it
1: it was very well well received. I was called the find of the festival at Tamworth, which I know that's not you know it's not it's not an Oscar you know. But uh, um, there was a great vibe out on yeah. what I yeah. did, and um, I, I was called the new John Williamson, which mm-hmm. I felt sorry for the old John Williamson, um, and. Uh, uh, the, the, the Golden Guitar Awards came around and I won Best New Talent and um, I had a lovely experience there at those awards because there's Jane Saunders who's uh, uh, a singer and a songwriter was in those same finals and I, uh, I met Dave who went on to work for me, her husband um, and they're Christian people and it was so out the back of Tamworth Town Hall there we were giving the, the you know the awards and our futures and our music. To God together in prayer. Yep. Yep. So that was a
0: lovely well, that's a lovely moment. surprise. So Colin, in the process of writing songs, which you still do and you're regularly doing, what's the creative process there for you? There's something inherent about it. It's just you can't help yourself.
1: Mm. <laughs> in fact, that was it was so natural, especially in the early days, I would say, well surely anyone can write a song. Mm. I guess but that's probably more self-obsessed than really and analyzing the process. You just think, yep. well I can do it, so therefore everyone can do yep. it, you know. Yep. Um, uh, and it, over time, you discover, oh, no, it's not as simple as that. Yeah. Um, it, just as other people have skills that, you know, I, I don't have. and um, But it's very instinctive, and I find that's the way I love to, I have an experience, I love okay. to express it that way. But the process of, um, uh, or, or the, the path that I've had in, in music as a career has brought me into uh, the realm of collaboration, and mm. that's something that, is different. You know, you circle a date and you say, I'm going to write that day. And I never thought, I thought I had to be in the path of lightning, you know, the creative lightning for that to happen. But that's not, um, uh, that's something I've learned. I, I can, you know, you can circle a date and then bring a meaningful contribution and get the thrill of, well sometimes it's thrilling and other times it's just plain hard work, but you, you create something that the individuals just can't yeah. create on their own.
0: Why move into to children's music or worship songs for kids and <laughs> how did
1: that happen? Um, well, it's funny because they, you know, just as my faith predates my music career, my kids' music, uh, not that I thought of it in those terms, it was more like, oh, it'd be easier to learn this memory verse in Sunday school if we uh, put it to music, um, ba-ba-doo-ba-ba, you know, like that was, that was back in the day uh, before. Stone before music careers mm. and so forth. So, um, so music and and in teaching as well. I, I t- taught at a Christian school, St George Christian School, and that was a place. And Sutherland later, and I uh, I found that that was a an opportunity to bring music. You know, it's the power of music to, yeah. to learn and and to create a. Um, it, music has a message in it as well. So you know, you strap a Christian message onto yep.
0: music, and it's very powerful. And um, What sort of influence have you seen that music? Because really there's a whole generation that have grown up singing your songs.
1: That's the scary thing, isn't it? You keep breathing and, um, oh look, if I'd, I I suppose, look, you know, my kid's music was something that was bubbling away and I felt like I needed, uh, people said, we, can you make a CD or something, you know? And I'd say, I don't know how to make a CD. And then suddenly I've got a music career and I'm making CDs and I'm learning how to do that. And um, so I thought, well, maybe it is time. And in fact, it was at Helensburg Baptist Church that I made a little cassette um, for the about 50 kids, or a lot of little kids in the Sunday school for Christmas. It was called Cooker Club. And it had a lot of the songs that were on Remember the Lord. Uh, which was my first album and because people said oh we want one of those, you know We played it to our friends and so that became a, a little snowball that started to just it really became a Kids Christian music career little that I know. I mean it didn't do any harm that I was on play school yep. um, uh, And that was a really wonderful experience and again a, a door that the Lord opened that was part of part opportunity, it was a part apprenticeship, part fulfillment of this sort of cl- collision of education, entertainment, children,
0: yeah. joy. Does it <laughs> surprise you when somebody who looks like they have been around for a while says to you, hey, <laughs> I listened, I've been listening to you for years. You know what, last night I was at an album
1: launch and, and one of the guys, uh, in fact, he was taking photographs there. So, probably 30, just said, uh, you know, pulled me aside and said, I just want to say that, you know, the music's meant a lot to me. You know, he, he got into music and he loved playing music. He said, I don't, it's more for ph- photography now. And that was lovely because, that you know, a musical legacy is a lovely thing to have. And I was never the musical guy at school. I wasn't, you mm. know, I didn't get lessons and wasn't performing. Or, all that stuff and uh but he also said oh it's really shaped my faith as well and and look i i said to him it's it's like it it's lovely getting older because you've you sort of you've got this in your imagination you've got a time tunnel you can mm. go back to singing songs investing in those earlier years and then you can suddenly fast forward and and say i've seen that you know not not my talent it's you invest. I, I worked very hard to inject God's word into those songs and um, in fact I found a little thing in my journal the other day praying that uh, the, the colonists might just fade away and and the substance would you know would be an enduring legacy mm. and uh, look by by the beauty of the way God works you know, the calmness is part of the thing. Yeah. You know, that's part of the wonder of yeah. what God does. He he actually, the Paulness of Paul, the Apostle
0: Paul, yeah. is uh, part of the thing that makes it wonderful. Tell me a view about how your connection to music and spirituality, like creativity and and, and what that does to people. Mm. Is God, I mean, is it just a, you know, something that happens or is there something of the spirit of god in that process
1: well it's got to be it's um you know i've i've got a song that says jesus has got his fingerprints on everything that's good and um so that's true in a broad way but uh you know i'm i'm listening to a podcast at the moment about poetry and it's just full of the host's wonder at the way that words put in a certain order with a certain rhythm, perhaps a rhyme with, with a clear intent and with, a, so, with, with winsome powers of reflection and observation can move people in a way that it's not 125 words. It, it, even of prose, I mean, and words can move people in prose, no question, but poetry is amazing. And it's almost like you supercharge that with song when when you become sung and um, so I think there's a massive common grace in that and that's why music is such a passion of people who don't know God you know if if you were if you were going for something transcendent something that really goes to the heart of of people's lives that that is in a sense spiritual um, uh, certainly it's got an inexplicable level to it
0: yeah is there a process where it almost bypasses your head and hit i mean this is a bit odd thing to say but almost bypasses your head and hits your heart
1: well it perhaps it's just its power to uh sort of arc all those different levels because um i i don't describe myself as musical in the sense that I wasn't doing grade piano at school, I did elective music. I was, I didn't fail it, but I came about as cl- <laughs> about as close as you'd want to, Carl. In fact, the teacher sent me out, and she pointed and she said, "Colin Buchanan, I don't know what will become of you." It literally, it's like, I mean, I, I don't want to go back and say, "Try a music career." <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and and poor woman, you know, she, she should have sent me out. Clearly, I deserved it, but. Um, Uh, uh, My analogy is, you know, we get planes flying over our place here and um, to make a plane, you must design it to the millimetre, test it, It's it's an engineering marvel. And in the trees behind my house, birds appear out of eggs and shake off the shell and flap their wings and off they go, you know, the same principles of flight are applied, one with incredible detail and, and intellect and um, the other with pure instinct and abandonment. Uh, and, uh, and both both are miracles really. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, I think music is a bit like that. It, some people are ultra technical and they love to analyze music and it can be done. And others just uh, are intuitive about music and miraculously they can actually create the same thing. Mm.
0: That's wonderful. Uh, You've been on the ABC um, uh, at at different times, um, which is our national broadcaster uh, on a Friday show, which is all all about your humor and your music. But it's a a classic ABC secular show. How do you feel in that setting? You trying to bring faith to it? you, You just trying to bring some humor? what do you what do you bring yeah well that? it's
1: it's a satirical uh take on the week's events and we're primed with these questions that you know are, are encouraging us to be as humorous as possible uh, you know with mixed success um uh, and i'm really i mean i'm a bit of an odd man out in so far as uh, uh or odd person out because uh just about everyone else who does it is a is a comedian and um, I just like having fun but uh, that's that's not comedian has not been my stock and trade Um, and so uh, at at one stage Julie McCrossan used to do it regularly and Richard said to me uh, who's the host Richard Glover pulled me aside and said you know how Julie like she loves to she's a feminist and she loves to just bang the feminist drum and she gets a chance she really goes for it you know He said I want you to feel like you can do that with your faith You don't, that's that's who you, that's who she is and that's who you are. So don't feel shy about that. And, uh, and there's been a number of times where Richard has almost been the, uh, you know, well, come on. (laughs) 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 Yeah, 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 that's right. And, and I look, I love, um, yeah, let your natural life be spiritual and your spiritual Mm. life be natural is really important. In fact, I had a really interesting conversation with a a leading music industry journalist just last night and, uh, at an album launch and he was, um, It was just interesting getting his insight uh, because he said he finds that the quest to understand, the quest for understanding, for experience, for just sorting out what life means is something that he really respects and he finds himself a bit repulsed by people who suggest that quest is complete and that they have what they, and I thought, it's, it's very interesting to hear that, That was a real insight into how we can be perceived as Christians because the fact is we, we, there's a lot that we are certain about and it helps to be knowing about that, to, to, to acknowledge to people, well I do believe in the existence of God, I do believe that He's spoken, I believe in His word, you know, that the Bible is faithful and that's a guide for life. But um, H- have I arrived? Is my knowledge complete? Am I a person just sailing s- six inches above the gr- No, I'd, I'm trying to be a better husband. I'm trying to understand w- what integrity looks like in the world, you know, relationships, or be a father or a grandfather. And and I, that was quite a helpful insight that um, the, the quest to, to, to grow is a really powerful, if you like, apologetic for
0: our time. We should be honest about that. Yeah. This, this series is called Faith Runs Deep. If I said Faith Runs Deep in Australia, what do you think that means for you?
1: Well, you know, personally, I'd say, yes, it does run deep and there's plenty of evidence that it probably doesn't run deep enough, you know, not probably, but you know, that there's, that's what confession and repentance is about. Um, but it's also the quest for it to be the deep foundation of my life, that it informs every part of my life. Um, and my relationships, that's a really key, that's a vision that I have for my life. And, um, but then in terms of of our nation and our culture, I need no convincing. I mean, there's been a rural, you know, theme to my experience, and you you don't have to drive far to drive past a church. And, um, you know, it might not have a roof on it, but the evidence, you know, of this, this foundational understanding of, of God and to, to sort of forge into the, the, the inland of Australia and, and uh, with all the difficulties that come with the seasons and the hardship and the isolation and the, the difficulties of trying to make a living out of that, faith was just right in the centre of that. And of course, I mean, I'm no student of politics or, um, uh, you know, the Constitution or anything like that but Chris, the Christian foundation is is sort of right it, it is deep within our our country and our culture you know right where we're sitting one day I heard this thump and there was a tree just by the back fence there and it completely it was looking pretty sick but it just fell over and it didn't pull it didn't pull a root out of the ground it had rotted out right underneath and that's you know I that that's something that I don't think we want to see happen to our culture because the, the deep roots of Christianity, of, 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 uh, of all that that brings in terms of our values and our place in understanding meaning and morality and community, um, yeah, they're really critical for the health of, uh, of the nation, I think. Colin, thank you for your time. Fabulous. Brilliant, Carl. Thanks very much. Where are the marshmallows?
0: Thank you for joining me on this podcast as I unearth stories of faith in Australia. To watch the full Faith Runs Deep series and all Olive Tree Media content, go to olivetreemedia.com.au and sign up to the Watch Plus platform and partner with us today.